welcome to Estes Chapel and to our annual Advent Vespers service, a service of lessons and carols. Tonight is a long treasured tradition for our community as we wait and hope expectantly for the birth of the Christ child together. As we begin, we wanna thank all of those whose hard work and prayers and preparation has contributed to our evening of worship tonight. We are indeed grateful. On another note, as you follow the bulletin tonight, you'll see certain words of instruction that will guide you to page numbers and certain verses that you'll be singing together with those that you'll see singing here. There will also be asterisks, including times that we'll stand together as a congregation for time to time. Now let's open our hearts to the coming Christ child as we pray together. Let us pray. Lord of love and light, shine through our darkness, bringing us hope. Open our hearts for the journey, our eyes for the light, our ears to hear the peace which you bring. Tonight, fill our mouths with songs of expectation and joy that we shall reveal the love with which you surround us. We offer this prayer in the name of the one who has come and is coming into the world, bringing your hope, love, peace, and joy in Jesus Christ, amen.
please join me in our bidding prayer. Beloved in Christ, let it be our delight to prepare ourselves to hear again the message of the angels, in heart and mind to go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass. And with the shepherds and the wise men, adore the child lying in his mother's arms. Let us read and mark in Holy Scripture the tale of the loving purposes of God from the first days of our disobedience under the glorious redemption brought us by this holy child. And in company with the whole church, let us make this chapel glad with our carols of praise. But first, let us pray for the needs of this whole world, for peace and goodwill over all the earth. And let us at this time remember in his name the poor and the helpless, the cold, the hungry, and the oppressed, the sick in body and in mind, and them that mourn, the lonely and the unloved, the aged and the little children, and all who know not the Lord Jesus, or who love him not, or who by sin have grieved his heart of love. Let us also remember before God all those who rejoice with us, but upon another shore and in a greater light, that multitude which none can number, whose hope was in the word made flesh, and with whom in the Lord Jesus we are one forevermore. These prayers and praises we humbly offer up to the throne of heaven in the name of Jesus Christ, the babe of Bethlehem, and our sovereign Lord. Amen.
God tells sinful Adam that he has lost the life of paradise and that his seed will bruise the serpent's head. A reading from the third chapter of Genesis. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other wild animal that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God say you shall not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the middle of the garden, nor shall you touch it, or you shall die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made loincloths for themselves. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden at the time of the evening breeze. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. But the Lord God called to the man and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. He said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, The woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me fruit from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this that you have done? The woman said, The serpent tricked me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you among all animals and among all wild creatures. Upon your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and hers. He will strike your head, and you will strike his heel. To the woman, he said, I will greatly increase your pangs in childbearing. In pain you shall bring forth children, yet your desire shall be for your husband, and he shall rule over you. And to the man, he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree about which I commanded you, You shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. 
In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, until you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken. You are dust, and to dust you shall return.
to the faithful Abraham that in his seed all the nations of the earth be blessed. A reading from Genesis chapter 22. When they came to the place that God had shown him, Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to kill his son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. He said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear the Lord, since you have not, not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught in the thicket by its horns. Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called that place the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this, and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will indeed bless you. I will make your offspring as numerous as the stars of heaven and as the sand on its seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of their enemies, and by your offspring shall all the nations of the earth gain blessings for themselves, because you have obeyed my voice.
prophet foretells the coming of the Savior. A reading from the ninth chapter of Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the trampling warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this.
The peace that Christ will bring is foreshown. A reading from Isaiah 11 and 60. A shoot shall come from the stump of Jesse, and a branch will grow out of his roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. 
His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt around his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins. Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you for darkness shall cover the earth and thick darkness the peoples. But the Lord will rise among you and his glory will appear over you. Nation shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn.
us sing together, let all mortal flesh keep silence. The angel Gabriel salutes the Blessed Virgin Mary, a reading from the first chapter of St. Luke's Gospel. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. Gabriel came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was very much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. So the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb 
and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. His reign, he, he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. How can this be, since I am a virgin? The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative, Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. Here I am, a servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. And then the angel departed from her. Now in those days, Mary set out and went with haste to a Judean town in the hill country, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leapt in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why has this happened to me, that the mother of my Lord would visit me? For as soon as I heard the sound of your greeting, the child in my womb leapt for joy. And blessed is she who has believed that there would be a fulfillment of what the Lord has spoken to her. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. And from this day on, all generations will call me blessed. For the mighty one has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm and has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, according to the promise he made to our ancestors, to Abraham and our descendants forever.
St. Luke tells of the birth of Jesus. A reading from Luke chapter 2. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and the family of David. He went to be registered with Mary, to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn.
The shepherds go to the manger, a reading from Luke chapter 2. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told them.
The Magi are led by the star to Jesus, a reading from Matthew chapter 2. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we have observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened, and all Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. Then told, they told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they had heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road.
St. John unfolds the great mystery of the Incarnation. A reading from Genesis 1 and John 1. In, In the, the beginning, beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. In, In the, the beginning, beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Then God said, Let, Let there, there be light, light. And, and there, there was, was light. light. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. And God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. And the word became flesh and made his dwelling, dwelling among, among us.
tonight, we have realized and heard through word and song that Christ is the slayer of our primordial wound, the source of our redemption, and the light of the world. So tonight, we will symbolically light, I'll light the candle from the Christ candle. Uh, this will be then taken to the ushers, and all of you have your candles lit to symbolize Christ's light going out into the world. Let me remind you that as you are passing the light down the aisle to make sure you dip or tip the unlit candles and leave your lit candles facing upward. God bless you.
Let us pray. O God, who makes us glad with the yearly remembrance of the birth of thy only Son, Jesus Christ, grant us that we joyfully receive him for our Redeemer, so may we with sure confidence behold him when he shall come to be our judge, who lives and reigns with thee and the Holy Spirit, one God, world without end. Amen. As we approach the singing of our final carol, Joy to the World, we'll invite you during this time to stand and hold your candles aloft. And at the end of the carol, you'll hear a coda of the Hallelujah Chorus. If you have sung this in choirs before, we invite you to sing along in your parts. Um, we invite you to keep your candles lit through this singing and stand through the benediction with your candles lit. Let's stand and sing together.
receive the benediction. And now in the light of the glorious gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, fill you this sacred season. May you go forth as lights, as living sacraments, as flesh and blood means of grace to a world without hope, yet one longing to hear and see the grace of Jesus Christ, the Word made flesh. And now in the name of him who is both promise and keeper of the promise, go forth in his peace. Amen.